0: Hello and welcome to The Sopranos Show. I'm Gavin Bowen. And I'm Hannibal Diaz. Today we will be looking at Season 6A, Episode 8 of The Sopranos, titled Johnny Cakes. This episode was written by Diane Frolov and Andrew Schneider, and it was directed by Tim Van Patten. Here's the HBO synopsis for this episode. Vito, still lying low in New Hampshire, is wowed by an act of heroism aj looks to diversify tony is tempted by an offer and more from sexy real estate agent juliana skiff meanwhile phil wants to know what's being done about Vito, and aj visits uncle jr with thoughts of revenge yeah this episode uh well it's a little uh it's a little veto heavy isn't it
1: yeah veto heavy indeed, indeed.
0: yes it is pun
1: intended mm-hmm
0: um, so much, so much in this episode yeah. that I don't really like, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. But, and there's some that I do, uh, and most of it has to do with Tony in, mm-hmm. a, in a sense. The stuff that you do like. That I do like. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, so we open up, uh, speaking of Tony mm-hmm. on a pretty, uh, big Sex Plow Away <laughs> of uh, Tony yeah. and
1: Carmella. I was like it's a funny little joke. Our first shot is a climax.
0: Right. Yes. So, there it you go. Is, yes it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, it was very funny to me too. I was just yeah. like,
1: "Whoa, okay. Really working hard there." Oh
0: yeah, he's really putting in overtime.
1: I mean, I don't want to get too graphic here right at the top of our podcast. Yeah, no one's listening okay (laughs) the implication is that tony has not ejaculated in some time (laughs) i'm quite surprised it takes this long (laughs) it takes this much
0: work well i think for him
1: to finish
0: it's the recovery process i guess it takes some time yeah um then briefly we cut to Vito, right reading ab attack magazine yes or some weird ab magazine it was something like that yeah Yeah. it involved abs yeah exactly and uh, all of a sudden there's a fire somewhere Fire close by the trucks are moving by this is exciting for a small town indeed back to tony and carmella they're sitting there you know they're enjoying after sex and then all of a sudden they start hearing aj uh playing his drums
1: yeah And they're like, what's with that? And this is, of course, a reminder of about a season ago. Mm -hmm. This was the big thing that pissed Carmella off when Tony and Carmella were separated. Tony bought this gift of drums for AJ to kind of like just sway AJ in Tony's direction. Yeah. You know, which actually kind of worked quite well. But now the family's back together again. Tony and Carmella are happy. AJ hasn't touched his drums in a long time. And they're Mm -hmm. like, what the hell's going on? Well, Turns out he's selling them. So yeah. So it's kind of a jab right there at his father. Right. Kind of a rude thing to do. Yeah. I mean, this was a gift from Tony, and uh, he was feeling very warm towards his son, I guess, yeah. you know, when he bought these drums. And so it is kind of a well, he's it being, is kind of a jab. He's being a real pain in the ass, though. Yeah. Because he's the
0: one who works at Blockbuster. If he doesn't want to work <laughs> at Blockbuster, right. get another job yeah that's how it works but guess not
1: yeah it's a whole kind of strange thing with uh how he works he has a job i don't understand why he's complaining about being so broke i mean who knows what his hours are <laughs> who knows how much blockbuster I don't have paid schedule. back yeah. in the day you know i mean i have to imagine it wasn't a lot of money i'm gonna guess like 750 an hour yeah. I'm going to guess that's what it was. In 06 dollars. Yeah. 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 Probably not making much. Uh, I felt like the writers didn't think much of Blockbuster or its employees. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of yeah. <laughs> exemplified with uh, some of the material we get in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I get a huge
0: eye roll. I, I get multiple eye rolls in this episode. Mm-hmm. The first one comes in the next scene. Where Jim, a.k.a. Johnny Cakes, rolls up in his motorcycle. He's also a volunteer firefighter. Right. Come on.
1: (laughs) What? Really? Hey. In this small town. I mean, like I said before, this New Hampshire town is kind of like an episode of the Twilight Zone. Right, Where everything's perfect, everyone's friendly. And gay. And and gay. Uh, Everyone knows each other. Right. It's just like, what the hell is this place supposed to be? (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah, And for a show that really prioritizes realism and plausibility, Mm -hmm. this stuff really does kind of stand out as like, this isn't real life. Yeah. This town deserves a missing child. Yes. Or
0: something. Yes. You know? So maybe this little fire is... uh... It was just what it
1: needed to Mm -hmm. maybe break that spell. Yeah. And then uh, Jim. I mean, it is in this scene, right, where Jim displays his heroism. Yeah, right. Runs into the fire. Yeah. You know, and this is, again, kind of a funny thing because it's such a cliche. And it's just sort of surprising that they put such a big cliche in the episode. Yeah. of just running in and then saving come on the child yeah. <laughs> and then everyone applauds, you know, yeah. Jim runs into the burning building no. and all of that. No. Anytime someone runs into a burning building, it's a cliche. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> You know true. what I mean?
1: <laughs> when have you yeah. ever seen that? That's
0: true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first eye roll. This next scene, not an eye roll, but I don't know if you noticed kind of a big continuity issue here
1: i didn't notice please eliminate me
0: okay well aj in the previous scene hair
1: new haircut oh yep as soon as you started talking i was like oh his hair is totally different
0: yeah stu it's the long douchey hair Mm -hmm. from earlier episodes yeah that's a continuity issue because this is presumably the next day
1: uh, yeah you're absolutely after right after him that.
0: blowing up at his parents yeah and Tony being hurt of him selling the drums which is also doesn't make sense then that they'd just be happily fishing right on the stagats and this is the opportunity for AJ to ask about Uncle June
1: yeah so what happened here and I wouldn't have brought it up but I'm glad that you did because now I sort of understand mm. Uh, this I have to say is clearly in this case a scene from a previous episode right. that they took out of that episode right. and put in this one. Yeah. That's the only explanation. Oh, it has to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it has to be. And it purely for the purpose of AJ's subplot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which would be his desire to still seek revenge.
1: Yeah. He mentioned this in uh join the club. Right, he made a vow to uh, Tony's comatose body. Yeah, that uh, he would avenge Tony. Right, and then Chris found out about it, and uh, it was Chris and and who else was there? Not Polly, but I mean, who knows? What, I I can't remember who exactly was in that scene. Bobby but, and Christopher. Oh, it was Bobby and Christopher. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so Bobby and Chris were like, look, like you're not gonna pursue revenge. Like you know, go do something else with your time. Right. But it's still on AJ's mind. And Tony says, it's really none of your business, number one. Uh, Number two, it's none of your business. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: What would you think of this whole sort of, I don't know, C-plot here? This sort of theme, I guess, that, that reoccurs with Patsy's character.
1: It's very much broad comedy. Yeah. I felt like it's kind of funny, but like this Jim, the superhero Mm -hmm. stuff, it is just not very real. Yeah. You know, that's kind of the problem with it.
0: Yeah. You would think they are smarter than that Mm -hmm. to walk into a coffee bean, Starbucks style corporate, yeah. Company store and ask if they need local protection.
1: Right. They're just trying to pull an old fashioned shakedown. Yeah. In 06. But I mean, you might as well go try and, you know, shake down Walmart. Like, well, yeah. What how... happened to Wabistix? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, bigger ideas. Like, right. come on. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little ridiculous. I mean, so. It is kind of funny. I mean, there's a lot of comedy in this scene where they're trying to, you know, pull out all of the threats that would have worked in the past and all of the intimidation. Right. And the guy, not only is he not scared, but he's like, look, you just don't understand. Like, you could try to intimidate me. Okay, fine. I guess I'm scared of you. <laughs> right. But, like, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You know, if I'm like, if I start cheating the system, my like corporate system, they'll just fire me and replace me with someone else. Yeah. And you know, there's no point in going after me personally. Cause I'm not invested in this place at right. all. I'm just a manager of a corporate chain, and there's 10,000 of these places.
0: Yeah. This is what's so funny is that yeah. he absolutely knows that mm-hmm. what they're trying to do. Yeah. And he's not concerned
1: in the least. Yeah. He's like, I almost wish I could help you guys. <laughs> You're right. You know, I like, I, you know, look, if you. Wanted to intimidate me, like, and this was my own place, I would probably yield to your intimidation. Yeah. But it literally just doesn't matter. You're barking up the wrong tree in so many ways. Yeah. as Patsy says, it's over for the little guy. Yeah. Just a very silly line from Patsy.
0: It is. Well, another little silly detail. Vito is writing a book. (laughs) Yeah. That's his cover story. That's his
1: cover story. And his name is Vince. His name is Vince, the author. Vince, the author. And uh, he's asked if he wants to join the other bed and breakfast guest for no. breakfast. No. Uh, they're having very boring conversation, and they just look like the most boring people About of all time. About dishwashers. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, <laughs> could it get more boring? Yeah. It reminded me of Groundhog Day. Oh, sure. you know, know. I remember that movie, but not like the specific scene that you're, oh, just, I guess, referencing. Uh,
0: just that, like, Bill Murray had stays in a bed and breakfast yeah wakes up the same and yeah this is the kind of people that yeah right
1: yeah that tend to uh you know frequent such i don't know it just
0: reminded me of that scene where he's watching jeopardy he's getting all the answers right because he's Mm -hmm. seen it a million times yeah and everybody in the room watching with him are amazed (laughs) by it yeah yeah but uh he goes on a nice pleasant walk right (laughs) right you know people are saying hello how are you how are you and he's very happy
1: yeah exactly i I almost thought that a musical was about to begin here well they do this nice
0: thing right where they have that shot of him walking down the sidewalk Mm -hmm. cut to almost similar framed yes shot of uh, what he would have been used to right new jersey girls walking down the sidewalk in front of the pork store
1: right exactly uh yeah you're totally right like the the shot kind of switches to sort of like a a flop almost like it's sort of like a mirror image and the girls coming in the opposite direction their asses getting checked out by tony and chris yes
0: yeah yeah
1: so i guess first
0: good line here comes from silvio when he says,
2: "Jason Masucci was down in Tampa visiting his mother. Thought he saw a video on a Jenny Craig. Turned out to be some other fat piece of shit." <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. That was uh, very good. You know, it's that—that's a great line. And then I also like how. Chris goes into, yes, when Vito comes back, when we find him, have Carlo kill him. Yeah. And then Tony's like, wait, I kind of thought you wanted to kill him. Right. And then Chris is like, no. Nah. I mean, basically just says it's just a hassle for <laughs> Right, <me>. right.
0: <laughs> I have the feds up my ass. Yeah. I just, uh politically it would be a good move but i just
1: right yeah i mean it's just kind of funny he's just saying like look if it was like a serious business thing but just for like i don't know just because he's I just i can't be bothered right he's beyond <laughs> that now right right it's
0: too much for him yeah um and then uh, of course we're introduced to a new character here juliana skiff played by juliana Margulies. it's always funny
1: when they do that yeah. the same first name
0: yeah right cheryl david cheryl hines yeah jeff green jeff
1: well i mean that's i mean that's sort of different but i don't know
0: <laughs> hbo show and yeah i will be bringing up curb later on so oh good 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 <laughs> yeah all right but uh I, okay mm-hmm. i don't know if it's i don't like juliana skiff or i don't like juliana Margulies.
1: do you ever watch that uh that ER? show no the one after that was really big starring her good wife Right. Oh, The Good Wife. Yeah. Uh, no, but I heard it was good. Uh, I heard that too. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Well, um,
0: <laughs> I yeah, I think she plays a rather horish character. Whorish? Yes. Yeah. What we see transpire, or transact, I should say, mm-hmm. is uh, very whorish. Yeah. Now, it's not to say that Tony isn't to blame. Mm-hmm. Tony is, after all, bad. Yeah. I I grant thee that. Right. But she is this new character presented to us as just a real estate woman. Yes. Who
1: has a fiance. Exactly.
0: Maybe it's because I have a fiance. Right. But I've always not liked this
1: character. Yeah. Yeah. Even before you had a fiance. Yeah. Uh, you didn't like this character. Right. Which makes sense. Thank you. Uh, in a lot of ways. I think that there's a lot more to this character. You know, I won't go into any spoilers, but I think that what you're responding to in terms of her... Well, actually, it's it's addressed in this episode, you know, so I'll just talk about that in a bit. But I think that we sort of get a sense of why she is the way that she is, Mm. you know, and the fact that, yeah, definitely, like, as part of her toolkit of making sales... You know she's willing to kind of introduce sex into the equation, yeah. kind of hinting well, like, she... "Oh, I'm available too." You yeah, know, right? If you close this deal.
0: Yeah, she gets very flirty with Tony. Mm-hmm. Tony gets very flirty with her. She uh, represents Jamba Juice that wants to go in, neck around the corner to the chicken egg store. Right. That has live chickens mm-hmm. there. And, uh, and this part here, actually, I really enjoy the description that Tony gives of his family traveling up Guinea Gulch.
2: And yeah, my family made the trek up Guinea Gulch, Bloomfield Avenue. But my roots here go way back. My grandfather came from Avellino, like most of the people around here, and I grew up right over there. My father was an early community leader.
1: I liked that too. I enjoyed that as well. His and...
0: father being a community leader.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see that in Men's <laughs> Right. Community leader. <laughs> right. Johnny. Johnny Boy Soprano. Uh, yeah. I, I thought that that was all really great stuff. Yeah. And um, of course, this ties into our Patsy material. Uh, right. Because it's all about how the neighborhood is changing and, mm-hmm. you know, how the guys who grew up in that neighborhood and really called it home uh, how they feel about these changes and these corporate influences and what's more corporate than Jamba Juice, you know? Yeah. And sugary.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of sugary,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Vito's been dreaming about those Johnny Cakes. <laughs> and, uh, okay, so he's writing a book, right? About yeah. Rocky Marciano. <laughs> yeah. And the old man behind him is being irritating. Yes. And it's kind of funny.
1: <laughs> Dare I say cock blocking? <laughs> I didn't
0: even think it that way, but it totally is cock blocking. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But Jim actually looked up Marciano and he cares. Yeah. He cares about Vince.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's just really funny, just another quirk of this town that everyone apparently knows more about Rocky Marciano <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> than Vito. <laughs> Oh, no, it was in 51. I mean, yes, Jim says he did look it up on the internet. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of funny. And, uh, I mean, Gannis Scully's funny here. Just he's so irritated yeah, by the old really man is. who's like, in my day, I remember, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then Jim is like, oh, wait, but you got your facts wrong. And Vito's like, shit, my cover story's not working out. So great. Yeah. Well, oh,
0: that's a great old man impression. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> by the way, Dina Uh uh-huh uh friend of the show yeah she uh said your impression was good
1: of oh charming thank you so much dina i really appreciate that i got a little beat up by gavin for that well she said it wasn't great i mean she's being kind but yeah okay
0: it's still better than some
1: well i'll take it i'll take it As I said, I I would take it because you're not going to get that from me. (laughs) I don't think I'm going to get it from many people. No. But as always, uh, we appreciate your support, Dina. Yes.
0: Uh, So uh, Jim touches hands with uh, Vito here. Right. Pretty overt. Talks about the loneliness of being a writer. Yeah. In pops his kid. Right. Which I thought was an interesting touch. Kind of maybe giving Vito a little more security in his feelings about... Being gay, but also fathering his own children.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or is Vito like, wait, I'm confused. You know, you're oh, gay, yeah, but you got a gay. kid. But then, of course, Vito has multiple children. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just kind of like, wait, what's exactly going on with this guy? But I mean, I think it's a pretty open and shut case that the man is gay. The mustache. Plus the hand, yeah, (laughs) the hand uh, placement atop the hand. You know, it's that's obviously very romantic. It is, yeah,
0: yeah. I'd say so. Picking up with Tony, he visits the poultry place and uh, first is stopped by this racist old lady. (laughs) Yeah, I wrote racist
1: grandma. Racist
0: grandma. (laughs) Racist. What do they call uh, uh, Baba Ganoush or uh, what do they call them? Uh... <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, yeah. They yeah. called them. Uh... I know what you're trying to say. Right? Babushka? Babushka. Yeah. yeah. She's a racist babushka. <laughs> Baba Ganoush. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Baba Ganoush. <laughs> Stupid. Um, yeah. And asks him about Junior. Obviously, that'll end any conversation mm-hmm. with Tony. Yeah. Uh, i love the detail you know when he walks in the smell of it Mm -hmm. is pretty uh horrifying from the building and business unfortunately is good
1: right yeah exactly and so tony's like oh shit like well i already felt bad now i feel really bad yeah
0: if he's even you know at this point strongly even considering it Mm -hmm. he's really just probably considering fucking her but yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh god then we pick up on blockbuster right
1: Okay, so this just seems like a dumb scene with a couple of monkeys monkeying around. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) I said the height of adolescent garbage. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But
0: I like monkeys monkeying around.
1: I mean, they're just being ridiculous. But I I mean, I think that it's sort of, uh, you know, in light of what happens in this episode, this scene is supposed to obviously give you a little bit of big foreshadowing, Mm. one. And then two, because it's so silly and stupid, kind of throw you off from the fact that it's actually setting up something wow pretty dark i uh, honestly yeah i watched it as two guys
0: being dumb about knife play oh yeah and then i didn't even think about it when it right comes up later
1: right yeah well wow. i mean it worked because i think that that's the idea that it's so stupid yeah that you never think like oh this is going to be tied to anything at all Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. then it, it kind of reminded me of that movie Clerks, you know, with, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, the guy that uh, is in the video store. Yeah, you exactly. know, and uh, the I mom appreciate with her little your little Not
0: ruse, your ruse.
1: Yeah. <laughs> My
0: what? Your cunning attempt to trick
1: me. <laughs> <laughs> nice quoting of Thank that you. film. Oh, thanks. Uh, But yeah, yeah, this is basically Clerks. I mean, Clerks even takes place in Jersey. Yeah. Big connection. Yeah all right maybe this is actually clerks we're watching yeah, yeah this whole time hey that's the twist weird of the whole sopranos thing yeah snowball <laughs> oh god <laughs> uh anyway <laughs> was it
0: 37 cox yeah i think it was wow wow and then aj gets a call from this guy ernan who i guess was a great above him ernan does play a role mm-hmm. later on but we got a first tony and melfi scene yeah next and tony's still complaining about aj and this is the only thing that's really important on his mind uh makes the note that if it was his father aj would have been kicked out of the house
2: my dad (laughs) would have kicked my lazy ass out of the house really it's the chopping off of the guy's finger right i never should have told you because that's all you fixate on with him
1: I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that that was really great stuff too. But yeah, Tony, he's so exasperated. Right. He just is really desperate, you know, and it's again, post shooting Tony, you know, back in the day, he would have been like, I'm just going to put my foot in his ass. But now he's like, is there just a way that I can resolve this peacefully? Interesting. Put, you know, put his foot in his ass. In AJ's. Yeah. Hmm. Is that the saying? <laughs> put a foot in the ass a foot in the ass or a shoe in the ass i think in this show they specifically said like shoe in your ass you remember that in the ass yeah Hmm. yeah ass kicking sure you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly hey you're gonna be saying this all the time after you're married with kids wow this is what you're gonna be saying to your son gavin (laughs) jr (laughs) yeah exactly gavin Jr. gj gj
0: Melfi continues, and we get Kupferberg. I didn't realize Kupferberg came so far into
1: the series. (laughs) But here he is, season six. (laughs) Oh, you weren't expecting to still see Kupferberg. No, I thought Kupferberg was long gone. Oh, yeah, this isn't the last time we're going to see him. That's
0: great news. Yeah. This is a good scene. This is perhaps my favorite scene. That's understandable. Of the entire episode. Elliot and Melfi.
1: Yeah, because it starts out in kind of a funny way where like elliot is just openly just shamelessly like okay okay enough about your problems like let's talk about what i want to hear about which is your patient tony soprano
0: right right Melfi getting very defensive (laughs) yeah it's a really nice play back and forth with them Mm -hmm. and she is frustrated and worried that because he hasn't talked about junior at all, Mm -hmm. that he's only, it's only a matter of time he's going to explode.
1: Yeah, and just has a complete breakdown. And that he is obviously avoiding the subject, and then uh, references made to, you know, the code of silence, Omerta, and she says, this isn't Omerta, it's something else, which is a pretty, uh, you know, there's a lot of foreboding in that line. Yeah, I I would uh, highlight that line.
0: This Omerta concept comes from a pre-therapeutic culture
2: this is not omerta it's something else
0: she's very concerned that like it isn't just a code of silence thing it's an Mm -hmm. actual deep psychological bruise that he has endured yeah which Mm. is true Mm.
1: yeah it's one of the heavier moments in the episode Mm -hmm. uh next we have tony and he just sadly watches aj sell his drums yeah sell his drums
0: gets some money, and then goes clubbing. Yeah. And then we get to meet this Hernan. What a skis. (laughs) Asks a girl her age. She says 20-something, and then he says, but really. She says 15, asks the other girl, what age are you? She says 18, and he goes with the 15-year-old. Yeah. He literally
1: makes a choice (laughs) and takes the 15-year-old by the hand. Yeah. Wow. This guy's a a slimy, slimy character. Yes, he is. I like this. I like these uh, AJ club scenes. (laughs) Right. Him
0: trying to act cool.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And... Just this rotating crew of douches. I mean, Ernan is consistent, yeah. but then it's always like different douchebags. The
0: ginger. Yeah, every yeah. time
1: AJ goes to the club, you know, it's interesting. And basically, you know, he's kind of in denial about the fact, let's say, that the only reason that these guys are so interested in partying with him is, well, number one, he's paying, right? Right. Uh, number two, he has this association with his dad, obviously. And you can think of it very much like John Gotti again, and kind of how, like, his kids were sort of known, mm. you know, not as gangsters, of course, but just as being John Gotti's kids. And they got, like, some cachet out of that, yeah. you know? And so it's a similar thing here, which, like, AJ's benefiting from it on one hand, but then on the other hand, it's a burden.
0: Yeah. And he's struggling to keep up that facade. Yeah. Selling his drums just to earn the money. That would pay for this two grand check mm-hmm. that is dropped in his lap to take care of. Oh yeah, that's a serious bill. Because it's assumed he has money mm-hmm. because of his dad.
1: Right, right, exactly. And then uh, he's even got to throw out more money. The oh. here's yeah, here's what I have to say about this.
0: Okay. All right? Okay. First of all, a dwarf. Yeah, that's interesting. That's sure. an interesting choice. Sure. It doesn't even have whatever. What I'm interested in is how come the dwarf gets a tip? Yeah. Why, why does he get a tip? He comes right. up and he says, this guy who owns the club wants to thank you for being here and give, you know, our regards to your father. And then waits for a tip. Mm-hmm. Who says he deserves a tip?
1: These are just the club rules that we aren't aware of. He didn't ask for the dwarf yeah. to come over. <laughs> right. <laughs> he, what does he have to give a tip for? Maybe the tip is for the owner. Because when they walk in, right? They walk mean, in for free. Yeah, when they walk in for free. And then they're definitely bypassing. when you During yeah. the walk-in, they're bypassing people who are lined up. Yes. So maybe the tip is for like, you know, we called ahead and you're letting us bypass the line. Okay, but the dwarf gets like two hundred dollars.
3: Yeah.
0: It just reminded me of that curb. Right. Episode. (laughs) Right. Tell you,
2: Sanji over
0: there was a little upset this morning.
3: He
2: didn't. You didn't take care of him. Take care of me He's a repairman. Well, yeah, but, you know, he helped you out and you didn't help me out. He works for the hotel. My air conditioning wasn't wasn't working. I didn't have a good night's sleep. What am I supposed to do? Maybe want a little something. Can you have any kind of conversation with you people without it ending up with a financial
0: exchange? Well, yes. But, you know, like I said. Ah, All right. That's just
1: what it made me think of. Like, why does he have to pay the dwarf? I mean, I think you hit on something here. Tipping in general is just very stressful. Yeah. You know, so many times I'm like, wait, was I supposed to tip that person and did not? Did I tip them too much, too little? Let me just say, is Tony Soprano's son not going to get back in the club? if he just walks past the dwarf yeah you bring up a good point i don't know just saying yeah not you know tipping the dwarf is like hitting a guy with glasses maybe Hmm. (laughs) okay (laughs) all right you know you wouldn't hit a guy with glasses (laughs) i hope that's true you wouldn't not tip a Okay, this. Uh, let's move on, please. What's the next scene? Yeah, what is the next scene? <laughs> okay, so, Phil. Good Phil. scene here. Here's a nice serious scene. Yeah. I enjoyed this. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. For once. <laughs> Tony meets with Phil. Phil is just straight up like, look, uh, track down Vito and kill him. That is your responsibility. Right. Stop procrastinating. This is important. Yeah. And yeah. Tony's like, Actually, I don't think it is that important. And who the fuck are you telling me what to do? Right. Yeah, still acting boss. Tony's not going to take that.
0: Uh, But, yeah, I think when he brings up how Tony's dad would have handled it, he's probably right. And, you know, uh, Phil brings up his brother, and that's where Tony has to be like, okay, 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 let's just take a step back. Let's forget about what my cousin did for a minute here. I'm on the same page with you, but shut the fuck up, I'll do it myself. Right. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. I like the detail that Phil's like, oh John, yeah, he's still crying.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I went to see him. Hard to talk to him through his veil of tears. Phil is so hardcore. Right? The second that you're not a man's man, like you're just Phil's done with you forever.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 Although I did
1: notice, you know, his eyebrows are in
0: perfect form. I right wonder if he's ever been caught at a brow
1: bar before oh, i'm just saying yeah a well, little. maybe I don't know. he's just insecure because he sort of has some metro mm-hmm. proclivities of his own mm-hmm. Back after to the club yeah back to the club well is this the club is this nah, this is at yeah. the hotel room yeah exactly. After the club after the club
0: this girl uh just putting it out there just putting it out there you know hey your uncle he shot your father isn't something gonna be done about that mm-hmm. shouldn't something be done about that and kind of nonchalantly he's like well I'll, I'll probably have to do something about that right by the way our non's in the corner getting a blowjob by a 15 year old wait is he getting blown oh he's totally getting blown
1: oh i didn't notice that oh yeah 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 oh it's
0: brief wow. you don't really
1: see it yeah obviously Yeah. This is HBO. Right.
0: (laughs) Okay. Right, right. But yeah, he's getting blown.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't see that happening in the background. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, and so AJ's here not getting blown. I mean, just enjoying the perks, I guess, of being AJ, which is that you get these kind of sort of mafia groupies, I guess. I mean, she's just so so. interested. It's a good descriptor. Yeah. Mafia groupie. She's so interested in, you know, what's going to be, what's going to be done, how it's going to be handled. She even knows about the, what did she say, Omerto? hmm Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I can't talk about that. And she's like, oh, I get it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Totally, yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty uh, serious scene, though, next with uh, Vito. Mm-hmm. First of all, he stole a guy named Thad's phone. Mm-hmm. Thad. <laughs> yeah. Sure, there's a guy in New Hampshire named Thad. <laughs> right. Uh, obviously funny too when Marie answers and says, Hello? Hey, it's me.
2: Where are you? Who's Thad Macon? Some guy. Oh my god, Vito.
3: Not that,
0: <laughs> 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 Yeah. But it's, it's sad. It's very sad. You know, she has to hand the phone to his son,
1: he can hardly talk, and Scully's getting some pretty meaty work here. Yeah, absolutely. And tells her where to find was it thirty thousand yeah just stash in the house, and you know he's he's really torn apart, obviously he'd like to be with his family mm-hmm. but uh, he can't do that for a number of reasons obvious reasons yes. yeah yeah, one
0: being don't trust Phil right, and yeah. he's right about that yes, back to the desperate Juliana skiff mm-hmm seems desperate, doesn't she well, yeah, to make this sale, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. she just really. I don't know. Wants it, yeah. And right. Tony also wants it, gazing so longingly at this stripper. Yeah, he's so happy. <laughs> he really <laughs> is. <laughs> it's just so wistful, almost. But you know, his—he's ready. Like he's restored. His sexual health is restored. So I,
0: yeah, I do feel like though he's using his shooting for a sympathy fuck. Ah. Right, yeah. He brings it up like oh, I learned a big lesson right. after getting shot. When you can take, when you can fuck, you should fuck.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, won't it... you fuck me? It is really great. I mean, I made a note of that where uh, I was like, Tony is very genuine and earnest for a man scheming to betray his wife. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. You know, he's really giving her that like, "You only live once" mm-hmm. kind of thing, like. No regrets. You have
0: a fiance? I
1: have a wife. Yeah. I've already committed.
0: You've hardly committed. Let's Mm -hmm. just do it. And she's like, maybe in a different life. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We're meant to believe
1: that. Exactly. So, I mean, this is where I feel like you get a kind of a clue that there is kind of a problem with Juliana and that she has issues and darkness inside of her sure and she's like yeah you know she suggests yes i used to be kind of wild i have tendencies to make irresponsible choices to make bad decisions i'm really going to try not to do that this time well what dark haired woman wouldn't be crazy when she's getting
0: involved with tony
1: yeah exactly Mm -hmm. yeah these uh yeah of course juliana mergulies i mean they must have realized i have to assume because you know juliana mergulies is already you know a bit of a star by TV standards, yeah. Uh, by the time that uh, this show came around, and I'm sure, sure. the casting so ben people, Kingsley. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> Ben Kingsley. He'd been in one or two things. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure the casting people slash the producers of the show were like, "Oh, Juliana Margulies. Like, we've seen her before, and she is like so Tony's type. So let's try and work her into this show somehow." I bet. I bet. Okay. I roll number two. Okay. Comes in the next scene.
0: Vito at a bar, sends over some drinks to all the firefighters mm-hmm. and Jim who are hanging out. Uh, I think it's funny, first, that Jim thinks that Vito has a great sense of humor. Right. Haven't seen that. Don't know where he's getting that. Yeah, he Other than he's a made just a joke. weirdo. Yeah. Maybe because he's just an oddball in New Hampshire.
1: All you know about Vito is that he's the fattest guy in New Hampshire. Yep. And he likes Johnny Cakes. Right. Where did you get that he has a good sense of humor? Who knows? He doesn't even know what year Marciano won his title fight or whatever. And claims to be writing a book on Marciano. He hardly has a personality. Yeah. (laughs) But he's invited over anyway. Right. Good enough for Jim, though.
0: And oh my god. Once the firefighters start talking about, you know, using flamboyant language shall mm-hmm. we say yeah sure him and jim give each other a look and jim nods yeah jim gives him a that's right we're all gay here
1: <laughs> every last you're, firefighter yeah. is gay like it's like you're wait, safe, what?
0: you're safe here vince
1: yeah like that was so strange
0: we all suck cock
1: why are all these guys gay every gay. last one
0: everyone at this table that is even gay. His wife's a cover.
1: Everyone's gay. They all fight fires, and they're all. Okay, never mind. It's just, it's a cliche. Yeah, but just such a weird one too. You know, just, I just don't feel like that's ever real. Like yeah, the, every the, one the, of like these guys, seven firefighters, and they're are all, all gay. gay guys. I mean. <laughs> right. It's just ridiculous. But okay, fine, 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 fine,
0: How large is the gay
1: community in New Hampshire? We, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that it's bad that they're all gay, obviously. Let's just make that very clear. I'm just saying that it's unrealistic that, like, it's statistically an anomaly. But (laughs) they go outside
0: and talk about motorcycles. Now, all of a sudden, Vito has a a liking for motorcycles that we never Mm -hmm. knew about, uh, knows them very well. They get a little into talking, get a little closer, and they kiss. Mm-hmm. Vito shoves uh, Jim away, pushes him, and then they they scrum it out.
1: Yeah, yeah, they get into a little bit of a bit of a fight. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is—I uh, mean, let's just say Vito's playing hard to get here, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, a dirty hard to get, right? Right.
0: Picks up the the pipe
1: yeah yeah and uh jim best him yes uh with little trouble i would say and then speeds off on his bike and uh yeah lovers quarrel Mm. yeah but uh back at casa de
0: soprano (laughs) i just love uh i love carmella feeding tony healthier salami Mm -hmm. I don't know why that brings me joy, but it brings me joy. (laughs) And he didn't even notice. He didn't even notice. Yeah. AJ walks in, of course, and spoils all that romance.
1: Yeah, exactly. It was a really nice morning. Mm -hmm. Really warm until AJ came in whining, being a brat, being an asshole. Yeah. Demanding money. Right. Demanding to be backed in the opening of a club, even though he's not even legal drinking <laughs> right. age yet, demanding <laughs> respect for his friends mm-hmm. when he says
2: that kid is a creep or non. He's not a creep, he's my friend. And I don't talk
1: about your friends that way. God, AJ's such a loser. It's anyway. A- <laughs> so funny though. They're like, okay, yeah, we're obviously you're not doing anything. Like you need to sort of become responsible and start growing up a little bit. Yeah. We're not just gonna give you money to do to go. Club, you know, which makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, yeah. But he storms off, saying, "You know, you refuse to you refuse to support me," basically. And mm-hmm. Tony and Carmella feel really bad. And Tony's like, "Hey, maybe we should just get him a club." Right. Carmela's like, "Are you crazy?" <laughs> and yeah. uh, she's right. But you know, I've never felt so sad for Tony and Carmella as parents, right? I'm and like, they wow. had Meadow. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Sends Tony right back to therapy. Yeah,
0: it does. And, you know, still talking about AJ. This is the hot topic for him. And I like that for once he's just like, give me some practical advice to help me with my kid. They first talk about he kind of brings up betraying Carmella. Mm-hmm. He's not going to do it. But he said you wouldn't blame a guy, right? Mm-hmm. In these stressful times to seek extracurricular but uh, when she does give him the practical advice, it's don't undercut each other. Mm-hmm. So stick to the game plan as parents. United front. Cut to her giving AJ money.
1: Yeah. Carbella gives AJ a couple hundred. Undercutting. Yeah. The message. Yeah. <laughs> her own message. You yeah. Know? <laughs> uh, so he can get a suit. I guess. For interviews and sure. college stuff. Right. I think that's it going to go up his nose. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> right up his nose. And <laughs> well, then we briefly catch uh Vito walking back to the bed and breakfast with what appears to be a pizza box or a pie box or I think it's a pizza. Any number of things pizza could be for in one. there for his mouth to yeah. digest. Uh <laughs> but passes the diner and sees of course a Fucking cliche here of mm-hmm. him walking by and Jim looks, happens to look up and see him outside yeah. and they
1: catch a glance. At the precise moment that right. Vito's walking by. Yeah, waddling. Yeah. Vito continues on. AJ continues clubbing. Yeah. And uh, it does a little blow. Yeah. Then... Right? This is the first time
0: we've seen him do hard drugs. That's true. That's true. It's a big change. With a, I would say,
1: uh, Possibly a nice new jacket he bought. Right. Yeah. With that money he got from Carmella. Yeah. Jacket's a little big on him. I noticed that too. Yeah, it's like, 2006. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. I guess maybe that's how they were wearing them back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he heads back out to meet these new douches. Yeah. And uh, basically, like they're just trying to get to Tony right. through AJ. And they have this, like, dubious, stupid business. And Four like... to
0: one, carbohydrate to protein.
1: <laughs> I like how he says, yeah, that makes total sense. Right. <laughs> right. AJ, no, yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: wait, sure, sure. Yeah.
1: And, you know, AJ just continuously gets these letdowns, right? You know, in the last one, he got, like, stiffed with the bill, basically, and then had to tip the dwarf man. And then, like, here. <laughs> yeah
0: the dwarf man. Yeah.
1: Sorry, I'm watching too much Game of Thrones, you know. Ah, They're yeah, always yeah. calling Tyrion half-man and That's all of that stuff. Yes. Uh the dwarf, the little person, let's right. be politically correct. But mm-hmm. in this scene the monster <laughs> In this scene, uh, you know, AJ kind of gets his hopes up. Yeah. That they want to go into business with him. And they're like, no, 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 no. Like, we, we're just trying to get to your dad. And yeah. so AJ sort of let down. And he's like, well, but I still want these guys to think I'm cool. So, okay, yeah. I'll try and, you know, get me meeting with my dad and get your little phony-ass prospectus to him. Well, he kind of slumps mm-hmm. uh, and goes home. Mm-hmm.
0: Tells Carmela, wake me up early because I got plans
1: tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah, that's a key thing because this isn't working, this, this clubbing lifestyle right isn't working right and uh you know it's time to do something else to make him feel significant in life that's right so vito bored as fuck
0: sitting with all these people in the bed and breakfast talking about covered fucking bridges <laughs> holy shit <Yeah. laughs> but of course that distant roar of the motorcycle passes by and <sighs> is deafening to yeah. the
1: room it's Jim, of course. Of course it's Jim. Yeah, okay, (laughs) fine. That happens. That happens.
0: (laughs) Uh, And then AJ, you know, takes a day to veg out, right? I love this. It's it's so funny because it's so... It's such a mother-son thing. Mm -hmm. She tried to wake him up once. Now she's in his room opening up the blinds. Mm -hmm. I tried to wake you up two hours ago. Cut to he's... Still sitting on the couch in his underwear watching Adult Swim. Yeah. And she's like, it's four o'clock in the afternoon. What (laughs) have you done? He's like, all right, I'll go kill my uncle. Jesus.
1: (laughs) Fuck. Right. You get this little thing here, though, where you could just kind of tell something's off. Yeah, he's watching, you know, Adult Swim. At four in the afternoon, he looks sort of pale, too. Like, he just looks not well. And you're like, wait, what's up? What's wrong with AJ? Mm -hmm. Well, cut two. he goes to the drawer, gets the knife. A very fucking large knife. Yeah. This was his plan.
0: This was his plan, absolutely. A knife. Close range. I mean, that's serious shit.
1: Yeah. To
0: stab your great uncle? Right. A feeble, like, men, you know, mentally yeah. incapable man.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, that's how you're going to kill him.
0: Not even just shoot him? Yeah. You're going to stab him. How many times are you going to stab him? Have you thought about it? Are right. you going to slice his throat? Yeah. Are you going to stab him in the head? Right. What are you going to do? And then after you
1: stab him, game plan is you run. I think that literally is exactly the game plan. Mm, (laughs) But, of course, this is where we get the tie-in, right? Yes. To the silly blockbuster scene that we thought was just a stupid waste of time. Well, the whole time they're talking about AJ and his silly blockbuster pal are talking about the best way to kill a guy with a knife. Right. And in the background, they're looking at this movie where guys are having a knife fight. Yes, yes. So, okay, so AJ's going to hold the blade uh, uh, to his forearm. I guess
0: so. Is that how he's gonna do it? Because he has mo- more mobility against his eighty-year-old great
1: grandfather. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not well thought out. You are absolutely right. AJ <laughs> did not consider the details. He just wants to take his revenge mm-hmm. any way that he can. We get to see Junior, which is always fun. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's really really
0: losing it, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Feeble. Thinks people are stealing his mail. Right.
1: He's not getting any mail, though. He's not getting any. Uh, Then
0: AJ walks in. Clearly, he looks like he's holding something under his arm. I'm just surprised Mm -hmm. no one checked him.
1: He looks like a guy who's about to go kill someone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) In a very obvious way. I would also say that I'm just, I don't know how realistic it is that they would even admit him. Hmm. I mean, they know why oh, Junior yes. is there, correct? Yeah. They know who AJ is, right. correct? Like, right. when they'd be like, okay, no, this isn't happening. Right. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, you still love him? Mm
0: hmm. Oh, okay.
1: That's weird. Yeah, go ahead. He's right there. Yeah, you, you seem yeah. to have a giant blade concealed <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> within your jacket. <laughs> <laughs> well, then he
0: drops it. Yeah. Like a little bitch. Yeah. Love, though, Junior shouting. <laughs>
1: It's not my
0: knife. That ADR line, beautiful. It's really good. Uh, And then they tackle AJ to the floor.
1: Yeah, it's kind of sad. He just screams. He shot my dad. Screaming.
0: Yeah. 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 It's uh, difficult almost to watch. It is. Because it's so super sad. It really is. But then uh, he's obviously, you know, in lockup. And uh, Tony comes by, gets to pick him up. Interesting
1: detail here
0: that zelman
1: yes of all people yeah gets him off the hook poor zelman i mean tony really humiliated the shit out of this guy yeah but zelman still has to just help tony out and kiss tony's ass yeah and it just takes that one line from aj about his stomach hurting
0: for tony to go off as he should as he should absolutely very intense moment yeah i uh, i thought uh both uh eiler and Gandolfini were really great here together because
1: how how often have we seen them have a go at it i I don't think ever i feel like in a lot of ways the entire series Mm. uh was building to a scene like this, yeah. you know what I mean? Who, sure. who could tell necessarily when they started this show back in 1999 that it would be, you know, the huge success that it was, and they'd be doing it for all these years, and you know, Robert Eiler would go from being a child to an adult mm-hmm. within the span of the series. But obviously, you have to have a scene like this eventually, right? You cool. know, where AJ is trying to be a gangster, trying to be Tony Soprano, yeah. and can't be, and Tony has to say, "You're not me." Well, they had, you know, they did a similar
0: thing with Meadow. Mm-hmm. It got to that point where the 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 undertone, the euphemism that she kept using of dancing around the whole mafia thing, and then he gets into her face, right? Mm-hmm. And then she runs off.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Same same sort of situation here, except way more dramatic. The boy was about to kill your uncle for having attempted to kill you. Yeah. That's, that's nuts.
1: Which would have resulted in, really, the destruction of Tony's entire family. You know, it would have ruined oh, AJ's yeah. life, obviously. It would have ruined Tony's life and Carmela's life and Meadow's life. Right. Uh, if AJ had even slightly succeeded, if he had even scratched Junior with the knife, yeah. you know, well, he'd be in jail. Uh, it, uh, it, without yeah. the connections, he'd mm-hmm.
0: be a ad- away for attempted murder. Yeah, and Tony here sweetly says, you don't have to be like me. And it's even a good thing that right. you're not like me. That's such a like, like, that's a deep thing for a father to say to
1: a son and for a son to hear. Yeah. Like, it is better if you're not like me. Exactly. Because Tony fully understands that killing is a dirty business. It's a nasty thing. Sure. It's a dark thing. He doesn't believe it's evil for him, but he still recognizes that it's a dark, dark thing. Yeah. And he would never want his son to have to do the same in -hmm. his life. And so Tony's point of view is, I do these things so you don't have to, in a way. Yeah. And I like also how Gandolfini here plays the rage, but really he's playing the fear beneath the rage, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. But we pick up on the next day. Uh,
0: I like this, too, because it's almost like, you know, somebody did their homework here and said, oh, the previous scene, I just picked up AJ from Mm -hmm. jail. So, of course, pull up on me in front of the pork store looking miserable. Right. And Tony really does look miserable. Uh, Perks up a little bit because Jamba Juice has gone above and beyond Mm -hmm. to pay
1: for this location. And Tony agrees, and also he likes hearing from her again, right? Because he mm-hmm. propositioned her yes. in the previous scene. She like turned you him would down. <laughs> she turned him down, and uh, you know, to get a call from her again, he's like, "Oh, this is great." Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I actually think it was the old lady that the racist old uh, babushka,
1: yeah, <laughs> right, that he sees walking across the street that settles it. Yeah. And see, so Tony has really evolved. I mean, Tony was never a hardcore cross-burning type racist. I mean, he's definitely a racist, but he's a different kind of racist than that. Right. He's like, if you're going to call those Puerto Ricans a bad name, at least use a Puerto Rican derogatory (laughs) term, man. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So uh, here, though, he does, as he's on the phone, see this racist old lady, and he's just like, yeah, she's not very nice. I don't really give a fuck about her. <laughs> right. So uh, he decides to sell. I love. Uh, I love how yeah. you think that Tony was like, she's not a nice old lady. <laughs> I will sell the chicken coop store. Well, <laughs> after she dropped the N word, he did go. That's not very nice. <laughs> he did. Yes,
0: that's not very nice. Those are Puerto Ricans.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, also, I think that. Uh, he only has so much self control, yeah. right? You know, sure. Uh, so he knows that he has an opportunity here to close the deal in more ways than one mm-hmm. and suggests signing the papers at her apartment. She does not hesitate. Yeah. She's got the deal. Why right. would she say no? Yeah. And I mean, he did say too that he wasn't going to sell Caputo's, um, you know, egg shop out from under him right but he totally sells it out from under yes, him he does for ass
0: yeah well ass and half a mil
1: yeah i guess the money's significant also. <laughs> <Right>. yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah uh well uh it didn't take very long for Vito and jim to make up mm-hmm. uh and uh this is uh nice because this is a big thing for Vito to admit Mm -hmm. You don't know when it's safe to tell the truth, especially for this man who comes from an unsafe environment Mm -hmm. to be gay. Yeah. So his reaction was, you know, it was honest. It was genuine. At the same time, he was terrified. Right. To kiss a man out in the open like that.
1: Yeah. And also very self-hating because he wanted it and he needed it, you know, and he was ready for it. Mm-hmm. so yes i i do agree you know this this dialogue here is good you know it's affecting i, I feel like it's uh honest mm-hmm. and uh then he kind of echoes the hand placement gesture right. uh puts his hand on jim's hand jim forgives him mm-hmm. goes to uh whip up a tall stack of johnny cakes and well that's I, not... I mean why would you ask if he wants a shorter or a tall yeah, why, why is that i mean i thought that too yeah as i said it's not a Euphemism. He's literally going to whip up a tall stack of Johnny Cakes. (laughs) (laughs) A euphemism. (laughs) Come on.
0: Yeah. So uh get really good setup here in the next scene. Mm -hmm. Carmella helps Tony get dressed. Yeah. And is she that oblivious? A nine PM real estate deal and he's wearing his best cologne? Right. (laughs) Has she forgotten? Everything? Yeah, she really doesn't know who she's married to. No. Uh but we do get this detail. Van Z- uh Van Zandt. Van Patten does a good job yeah. here of uh highlighting the buttoning of Tony's shirt. Yeah. The eagle-eye view of her hands walking up his buttons.
1: Mm-hmm. And she's so loving. As yeah, she so does. So loving. And I he mean, notices it. Well, that's part of the emotion. I guess that's part of the setup, right? That she is oblivious, that mm-hmm. she has no idea, that she trusts Tony. Yeah. Post-reconciliation, post-shooting, she trusts this guy in ways that she didn't before. Right. And Tony recognizes that, and it means something to him. Yeah. Well, quickly jumping to, uh, I mean, how
0: quick was that? Mm-hmm. Vito, Jim, just making out in a meadow. Well, motorcycles... Right? Yeah. I don't know what that... Nope. What do you mean?
1: I mean, I don't know. Just It's just a nice date. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You almost dropped your phone laughing. <laughs> well, I was just going to say,
0: note to self, never ride a motorcycle with you.
1: <laughs> it's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, know. Well, yeah, I guess I, I kind of gave myself away there. <laughs> you did uh yeah if i ever ask you to if i ever ask anyone to um ride motorcycles with me yeah uh i'm trying to fuck you okay wow. anyway <laughs> wow i've never been on a motorcycle before <laughs> in my life no 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 when you get the chance yeah you will fuck that person hey this is uh this is jim's game yeah it is it and really it worked is. yeah can we move on um <laughs> <laughs> please let's move on
0: <laughs> um pretty significant scene here for aj yeah Uh, first off this fucking ginger talking about his armenian landlord Mm -hmm. first of all i get it (laughs) is it okay to say ginger (laughs) i mean is it okay for an armenian landlord stereotype yeah yes i think we're talking about the sopranos all is safe yeah we went for five minutes talking about a dwarf yeah we did we can yes yeah and about how you're a sexual predator on a motorcycle. So okay, can,
1: that is,
2: whoa, whoa. So we we can talk about it all on this clear show. Let's that
1: up. Let's just clarify. I don't believe that motorcycles uh-huh. are a good prelude to sex. I do not believe in motorcycles. Uh, I, I don't believe in sex. I'm a virgin. If we can move on, please. Okay. Yeah. Okay
0: aj yes is it's, it's also very funny though that everybody thinks that aj's dad tony soprano is just disposed to help at any time for any lame reason mm-hmm. he's going to be there at your behest and call <laughs> yes. it, it doesn't make sense <laughs> doesn't make sense yeah it's it's like a accident attorney. Mm-hmm. You got minor issues, we can help out. It's like no, that's not who Tony Soprano yeah. is.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, and it's I think that that's actually a really good point. It is sort of degrading too, right? You know, it's just degrading that like everyone just thinks that his dad is just like some thug who lumbers around and is just for hire. Yeah, you know, to intimidate people. Right. Uh, It's ridiculous. I mean, especially in light of the very intense situation that Mm -hmm. AJ just made it through Mm -hmm. in which he tried to live up to his father's name in a way, in his own misguided way, Mm -hmm. and uh, wound up with this disaster, you know, and this very humiliating, very terrifying, traumatic experience. Yeah, we can see it's building up in AJ. Mm -hmm. He's hyperventilating in this very moment yeah it's uh almost too intense it is yeah this next scene uh big scene for Tony, right, yeah. so here he is at Juliana's apartment, yeah, and uh, you know they both know what this is all about. Mm-hmm. uh there's the bottle there, and yeah. he's signing the papers and the Ben Franklin clothes. I honestly feel like they just needed to fill time here. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: how many goddamn papers does <laughs> yeah. he have to sign? <laughs> right. Seriously, I'm pretty sure it's a solid minute. Yeah. Like, just let's not do anything for one minute, and people will see how long a minute is. Mm-hmm. They're just signing. We're watching people sign papers. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to the anticipation that they're looking forward to. That's all I can say. Because well, I love Carmela.
1: Hmm.
0: I'm gonna say it. I love her.
1: Yeah. Uh, as do I. I guess paper signing could be quite the aphrodisiac. I guess. So. They're really they're really getting heated up. Well, they as get those into papers it. Papers get signed.
0: They get into it <laughs> and we get that overhead shot mm-hmm. of her unbuttoning yeah. Tony's shirt.
1: I gotta give my brother a shout out here because I remember when we were kids <laughs> watching this episode for the first time. This is weird, yeah. Yeah, no, it was actually really funny. This is like a pre-Sopranos uh, show, Sopranos show. Okay. And I remember my brother, who was like a kid at the time. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. He like pointed this out. He's like, oh, he can't go through with it because Carmela buttoned up his shirt. Now she's trying to unbutton it. Wow. And I was like, oh, that's, that was a nice little point. See, that went over my head at the time dang and he noticed that huh now it's quite clear yes i just wasn't really paying attention oh thank you noah good job noah great observation good job 15 year old noah yeah 15 really he must have been 2006 hmm yeah Yeah. around there i guess so yeah yeah well good job uh
0: well that's what i was gonna say yeah hey (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't go through with it, right? He can't. Yeah, it's the first moment we've never seen this before. Right. Do we hate it? Do we like it? Do we like that Tony Soprano is not gonna fuck some other woman?
1: I like it. I like it too, because I like Carmela, and I guess I'm just not into Juliana that much. As you are not really into Juliana no, I'm that not much. Into her. No. Uh, so yeah, I mean, this is a a great moment for Tony. This is a change. This is an evolution. Well, oh, I love it. He has a conscience, and she doesn't. Right great yeah great it's a you know pretty climactic scene
0: yeah back to the club yeah aj heads to the bathroom passes the fuck out Mm -hmm. hits the ground hard happens to be found by a doctor immediately convenient immediately immediately there's a doctor there a cool attractive young doctor oh attractive wow i mean yeah no okay i mean he's young Yeah, sure. He's a doctor. He's already a doctor. He seems very young. I mean, how many years did he go to school for his doctorate?
1: I don't have a problem with it at all. What is he a doctor in? We don't even know. We don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah. Hey. He's dressed nice in a club. AJ's lucky to find this doctor. That's true. That's the point here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or the doctor's... AJ's lucky that this doctor found him. AJ's lucky this doctor knows immediately
0: how to diagnose the issue yeah. and what to ask. True. Have you had a history of panic attacks? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, of course. Doi. We saw AJ have... We, we've seen have a couple panic attacks, right? Yes, we have football. Football. Getting ready for the military school. Exactly. And now... And now, just the pressure of being an adult with no direction in life and nothing going on whatsoever. And your dad being Tony Soprano. There you go. How funny, though,
0: is this? Mm-hmm. Tony didn't get his sex, and now he's frustrated there's no smoked turkey at home. Yeah. And it's almost like the old Tony and Carmella mm-hmm. yelling at each other. Hi,
2: how'd it go? What does it take to get some fucking smoked turkey in this house, huh? What? I bust my ass all day long when I come home, I want a little smoked turkey. Is that too fucking much to ask? What the fuck is your problem? Everything but fucking turkey in
0: here. Getting up in each other's grill for no fucking reason. Yeah. It's great. Slamming the refrigerator.
1: It reminded me a bit of, um, they did a version of this scene, right? In the first season, after Tony decides... Not to kill the soccer coach that molested, or let's just say, I guess the word is raped. Raped, um, you know, Meadows' teammate, Yeah. right? And Tony comes home drunk, stumbling around the kitchen. He had to get wasted to compensate for the fact that he didn't do this thing that he really wanted to do. Yeah. And here we have a very similar situation where he just picks a fight, this ridiculous fight. (laughs) Yeah ridiculous yeah. over over the lack of smoked turkey in the fridge right, and right, starts right. screaming at Carmela. You have to imagine there's every other meat
0: mm-hmm. but
1: smoked turkey. I even think it's the same angle as that earlier first season scene of looking down at him from upstairs yes. as he's just making an ass out of himself. Yeah,
0: no, that's a good point. It really yeah. is. It really is. Ooh, I wonder if Van Patten, maybe he directed that episode. Oh, look it up. Do you think?
1: Yeah, I hope he did. What's it called? Uh, Pax Soprana? No, 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 no. no. It was the Shit. Meadowlands. No, no, it was later than that. I feel like it was later in the first season. Was it the one with, um, eight, with uh, was it Boca? I want to say it was Boca. Boca? Yeah. Boca. Oh, yeah, Boca.
0: Boca, you're right. And it was... Andy Walk. it was just this guy Andy Walk, god who directed damn it, it. okay well, well we tried to make a connection <laughs> yeah and there is no connection between Van Patten and that but uh, maybe he did maybe he yeah uh, maybe he knew maybe he made the connection we made who knows who knows who knows all I know is
1: what's happening to this goddamn neighborhood Hannibal that's what Patsy wants to know Caputo's like yeah your boss just sold my whole business I'm done In this neighborhood. Yeah. And apparently that business,
0: that collection was helping put Patsy's kid through college. (laughs) Right. Something here is, (laughs) smells suspicious, more suspicious than this
1: poultry shop. Something's Ah, going on. I think you're right about that. Yeah. And then, yeah, we kind of just end on this joke of Patsy, you know, what the fuck is happening in this neighborhood? And then we get this uh, just crazy over the top music. Second, second time we've ended
0: an episode with Patsy. Mm-hmm. kind of like pulling away mm-hmm. haven't we mm. there's that one where he uh he threatened uh gloria oh, gloria and he's on right. the phone with his wife with groceries yeah and now we get patsy at the end of this episode i who guess would have known who would have known two episodes end with patsy
1: did tim van patten direct that <laughs> no oh, don't, don't look okay it yes let's, <laughs> look at that, let's look it up let's look it up <laughs> uh. End of the episode. Johnny Cakes. That was Johnny Cakes. You all were
0: looking forward to Johnny Cakes. We know it. Well, hey, we dissected it. And uh, stay tuned until next week. But until then, I'm Gavin Bowen. And I'm Hannibal Diaz. Join us then for another episode of The Soprano Show. And if you're liking the show and you want to support it, many ways to do that. You could go on Apple Podcasts and subscribe. Leave a five-star review. Go on all the other stuff and subscribe uh social media at the soprano show tell your friends and family get the word out there we're nearly wrapping up and we're gonna beat all those other podcasts out there talking yeah we are i mean i think uh i'll be honest we've never mentioned no fucking ZD, but i yeah i've seen they're back on the on the wagon oh good yeah our predecessors yes uh so that's good for them But But we might be crossing the finish line before those guys. I may, may maybe I may, it is very possible. Uh, But like we do with every episode of our show, we end with favorite line. Did you think of a favorite line?
1: Yeah. It's an emotional one. Oh, it's a little long. Okay. Let's start with that one. It's just when Tony and AJ have their very intense face off. Yeah uh outside the police station mm-hmm. and aj tearfully recalls we are a fucking
2: hypocrite Like right? because every time we watch godfather when michael corleone shoots those guys in the restaurant those assholes who tried to kill his dad you sit there with your fucking bowl
0: of ice cream and you say it's your favorite scene of all time
2: jesus christ aj you make me want to cry a movie <laughs> you gotta grow up
0: yeah it's super sad yeah it's just good uh
1: good acting by both guys i, I yeah i mean i i definitely say that this is their strongest moment so far in the series one-on-one mm-hmm. the two actors Mm-hmm. oh for sure for sure
0: well uh I, I i guess i gotta say that uh one line that stuck out to me probably is the last line of uh one of the last lines in the episode just because i thought it was a uh, funny um funny dialogue really but it's when patsy goes to pick up his collection at the poultry shop and uh the poultry man says
2: you hear goddamn juice place moving in here what juice juice jamba juice
1: that's all and then he even says right after that jamba juice (laughs) yeah jamba (laughs) jamba juice